Welcome to the Film Comment Podcast. I'm Clinton Crute, co-deputy editor of Film Comment. This week, Film Comment is reporting from Berlin, where the 2023 Berlin Alley is currently underway. Throughout the festival, we'll be sharing daily podcasts, dispatches, and interviews covering all the highlights of this year's selection. On today's episode, I sat down with writer-director Dustin Guy DeFay and actor Michael Serra to discuss their latest film, The Adults, which just had its world premiere at this year's Berlin Alley. The film tells the story of Eric, a youngish man returning to the upstate New York town where he grew up for a quick visit. As he struggles to reconcile with his two sisters, played by Hannah Gross and Sophia Lillis, his obsession with poker and his drive to beat every player in town keeps prolonging his stay. The nuanced performances of the three leads and Guy DeFay's precise dialogue pull the film off-center, destabilizing what might otherwise have become a fairly familiar drama of family reconciliation. The result is something far stranger and more resonant. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Today we have a very special dispatch from Berlin. Uh, we have two special guests, Dustin Guy DeFay and Michael Serra, the director and star, respectively, of The Adults, um, which premiered, was it last night? Uh, in about three hours. Oh, that will be the official premiere? Okay, so there was a press screening ahead. Yeah, okay. Cool. So ahead of the premiere, they're sitting down to discuss the film. And I kind of want to start with a question about the title of The Adults. The film is about three children who are kind of, I don't know if they're grown-ups, but they're kind of in between being children and adults. And when they get back, when they get together again, they're kind of like reverting to this childlike behavior. Um, Where did the title come from? And maybe you could talk a little bit about this idea of growing up or being an adult that the, that the title seems to imply. Uh, The way, yeah, the way I think about the movie or the way I thought about the movie and developing it and also talking with Michael a lot before even writing it, I I was thinking a lot about, um, I mean, I was thinking about, I was thinking about the way childhood is such a beautiful world and it's a world it's a complete world that exists um when you have a sibling and you create a world and you create uh characters and things like that it's like um, a fiction i mean you it's yeah this. but and, and it's real it's it's actually like a it's like a it's as real as any as the as the world in a way when you're a child and then you know but then you but then you then you actually then you go into the world which is a which is no longer that that world, and then that that bubble, that world, just breaks, or it's either a slow thing or it's a quick thing, and then it's just gone, and it's over, and that it died, that world, um, and um, and I and so really, what I wanted to deal with was like the diff, you know, just that 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 the difficulty of of how. As you know, I, for me, you know, and, it's very, and there, there's a pers- there's a personal part of this for me. How difficult it is to have a, a relationship with the people that you had that world with, but in the in the in the real what we call adult world. And sometimes I think there people people are able people actually are are able to see you know siblings are able to see each other as adults and see see there's a see that other person somehow but it, i don't i i'm i for me in my own personal life i've found and through other friends it's like a rare thing 
usually it there's there's a lot of other things going on there's a lot of tension and yeah you're too close to these people to really see them for who they are now yeah yeah and the love in the love and i've thought about this as a love story in some ways and like mm -hmm. so it's 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 because the yeah the love between siblings can be so enormous and and intimate mm -hmm. and then you i it almost feels like you have to figure out how to love it's not a different person but you're di you are you're no longer in that other place so now you're how do we love each other in this other place that isn't that place well it's also a love that's filled with kind of like a darkness or an i mean a darkness in that it's you my experience is yeah. like being extremely irritated by my siblings you know occasionally you know it's easy to push buttons yes. and that can yeah. you can kind of slip right into that so while you're trying to love somebody you're also kind of navigating these very complex histories shared histories that you have together um you mentioned that that this has been a project that you've been working on for a while and um, did you, were you thinking of Michael for the role of Eric like early on? Yeah, from the get go, there was a short. Yeah, I had an idea for a short film with the same characters. That was the first little bit. Yeah, and we. But, but it was yeah. uh, it was it was two brothers. Yeah, it was two brothers right? and and yeah. one sister. Yeah, and that's one how sister. it started. Yeah, that's how it started. Yeah, and the and then even the first even the first passive draft feature, and the whole yeah, thing was, was two was, brothers. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because that, I feel like that dynamic is pretty important. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, once he, you know, changed, changed it. it around to what it now is, mm -hmm. everything really everything snapped is, into yeah. play. I mean, but a lot actually changed. A lot of elements that are in there now were, were not in that in that original. Yeah, I had another. Task. I had another draft that I mean, yeah, it was two brothers. It, no poker. No. There was a lot of exposition. Yeah, a whole, and a whole a whole other kind of history. Yeah. That, there's no, there's very little exposition in this as well. And, which is, yeah, and part of that was seeing the other draft and going, whoa, what am I doing? Like, what is all this exposition? There was a lot of talking about the mother and things like this. Mm -hmm. And um, and then... And but old it, home, they watched old home movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Oh, and they made a they horror... They had made when yeah, they were they kids. Yeah, they made a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Um, which is a... Didn't, uh, which I is made a, a lot of... to your kind yeah, yeah. of home movie yeah. collage, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, be, so so... And part of it, what like part, I don't, I mean, exposition. I am, you know, I'm, it it can serve a purpose for sure. Except for you have, a, if, especially if you have a plot that needs it. But I'm allergic to it in so many different ways, and um, it just needs to be delivered in the right way. But by taking away the exposition and really honing, it became what be, what what I felt the film started doing, and I I'm really love is that there's an absence happening. Yeah, yeah, which is the childhood, and there's an absent, and, and yeah, the, the parents and the mother, yeah. There's just this feel, this yeah, and it's not that you know that you don't know that you're feeling it, but it's it's just there. Yeah. The absence is always there. Yes. Yeah. The thing that brings these three people together, or you know, that made these three people who they are, and literally made them. Um, you mentioned also the, the poker aspect, and uh, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about that because it's a really important part of the movie, and kind of is also the source of this. There is like a darkness to this movie. It seems like it's sort of a family comedy or family drama where, you know, people are reconnecting on the surface. And so it seems to be like there are kind of genre triggers that happen. But there's also this like creeping darkness that kind of insinuates itself through um, Eric's obsession with poker, his competitive obsession. Um, where did that element of the film come from? Like how you mentioned that it came later in, in a later draft, and why 
po- I mean, I have my own theories about why poker, but I think uh, and the film is there's a performance aspect to it. I think that's really important. But I want to hear kind of what you think about that. And Michael, maybe you want to yeah. talk about your own approach to or your own thinking about why poker, maybe. Well, I mean, I think I kind of know that, you know, why poker kind of entered into the story, which is just because it kind of came into our lives in a very big way. Oh, really? You guys played poker together? Yeah. You know, during the pandemic, Dustin and I belonged to a, like a poker collective <laughs> or a poker group. It was sort a weekly a tournament. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> we had certain, certain ideals that we were all <laughs> cared about, but it started as a weekly tournament uh-huh. and it became like three times, three a, times week a week because it was just the favorite thing that all of us had during 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 like lock full lockdown this is on over zoom over or, zoom yeah. and um yeah and my father got involved as well cool. and people kind of pulled in family members and it was very very family oriented there were a lot of father daughters father son constellations in there and um it was really just an excuse for everyone to you know yeah. spend time together but um but we loved it like we dustin and i got just so fascinated by poker i already kind of was but and, and so we just would talk about it a lot and you know analyze you know strategies the game and yeah and reflect on situations and just what's everything that's fun to me about poker you know it's just how deeply you can think about it how rich it is you know so we just kind of started having that language between us and then and then it really seemed to like just fit into this psyche of this person eric it was kind of a perfect addition to the movie. Yeah, I mean the movie, yeah, the movie really needed the the movie really needed another I mean, it became just yeah, it became perfect where he ha- Eric is transferred the uh, the world of play or the idea of playing to another very serious adult activity, you know. It became and and that's but still his, a game. It's and still a game. Yeah, and I a think game that, you can and, win. And yeah. something that's happening between you know Eric and his and his sisters, you know, namely Rachel, um, is that he's like losing something. He's lo- he, he's losing some some ability that he had to connect with her and to and to be a certain kind of leader in this realm of, of childhood play that they all were in, you know, where he, he sort of enjoyed his, like his role as, um, as the older sibling, you know, and as a, as a prominent figure, as a respected individual. And that's sort of gotten, (laughs) that's been lost. And, and it's, and she so openly resents him, um, you know, for, for, for all these different reasons that are under the surface. And it feels like it's sort of, uh, like, a an enamel of, you know, years of, of resentments that are, that are just like impossible to shift now. And hi, there's Hannah. So I felt it was just weird to make eye contact and not say hi. I know it does, it's not good for the podcast, but <laughs> little note. <laughs> but um, so I, I feel like that all of that frustration and everything that he feels he's not able to like all the all the ground that he's lost with her <laughs> seems to need to be made up in this new realm where there is a winner. There's a, you know, someone collects the chips there. There's one definitive winner and he it wants it, needs it to be him. Yeah. You can't win. <laughs> you can't win with your family. Right. Right. Good, good tagline. That's you true. can't there's win no, with your, you can't win with, with your all family. the chips. Yeah. <laughs> nobody <laughs> leaves with all the chips. But there's also the part, yeah, I think there's also, uh, you know, there's hinted at the resentment of like things that are um, material or more um, 
uh, define like the house and everything, but it really is more, I think it is really more like the love story aspect of like, um, of loving each other so much as children. And then like he and him, he's less open to having a love story with her. And I don't know, it's not like she, but she, they both really want love from him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That seems, that seems very clear. And, um, but that love has to be communicated, it seems, through these kind of games, through these performances, through kind of, they have to enter back into this, like, childhood fiction, these fictional worlds. And I think that that, like, Eric seems to also kind of transpose that into these poker games, that, like, the, that hilarious scene where he's doing the uh, very serious uh, retelling of The Lion King, I think, is, like, as a way of communicating, like, real emotion, but he's clearly not. So, like, the poker seems to be a way of a fiction that doesn't communicate that is purely about competition and binary. Right. Yeah. Whereas these family interactions seem to be much more about this kind of acting as a way of, um, and performing as a way of like actually communicating something. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and negotiating something. Yeah. It feels like there's some kind of terms that they just all can't ag- agree on, you know, yeah. that, in order for this like exchange of love to, <laughs> to yeah. be able to happen. They just can't, they can't, agree on the terms and i think the dance sequence is a very important can you talk a little bit about where that idea came from and how you incorporate the, the one the end the yeah, dance yeah, party yeah. well i mean um i i i mean i i dancing is a huge dance parties and dancing is a huge part of my life and i love it so much and well welcome to berlin what's that yeah welcome <laughs> to berlin yeah but I am. Um, there are people dancing all around us right all now. The time. <laughs> I know, right? They depths are. of a um, dance dungeon right now. But you know, like it, it is. It, uh, dancing um, is uh, often. I mean, it is. I find one of the only ways often that adults can sort of access a childlike kind of space, like that things can that things can sort of the adult masks and everything can just fall away. And there's a play element to it. If you're with your friend, I mean, if you're dancing with your friends and everything, you know, if it's a real good, if it's a real good dance party and it's all really working, there's an element of just like abandonment and you're just in another, you're, everything's gone. The bills are gone. The house, everything's just sort of, it's, it's out the door. It's like a world unto itself. Yeah. 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 And so there's an, there's a place to access and there's, I I don't want to call it necessarily catharsis, but there's, there's a place to access freedom. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that doesn't happen often in what we call adult world. It's just like something that just doesn't happen. It happens in games and it happens in sport, you know, in sports that, that whole thing can also happen too. But there, those, those are like the fields where that can happen. And otherwise, you are, you know, there's masks that are going on and things like that. So I think laughing yeah. too, if you, if you're able to yeah, be like laughing right. in a way that you're lost control, you know, yeah, yeah, you're really yeah, laughing. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're right. And uh, you know, I, I, like a couple of years ago, saw Jerry Seinfeld do stand up mm-hmm. with my friend. I took him, my friend for his birthday. And, um, you know, I feel like we've all seen, we all know Jerry Seinfeld stand up, right? Of course. Yeah. Like we could do it now, but seeing him live. Yeah. And seeing any stand-up who's, you know, at that at that idea. level, like live in a room with people and and the laughing energy, you're like on a roller coaster with, with the people, like, because the energy of the room becomes something very contagious. And it's, you know, it's like, I don't know if you've experienced it. I've only experienced it really a couple of times, but like in that kind of theater, a big, big collective 
we're all laughing at the same moment with the same energy and you you feel like you're being tickled and you feel, and you kind of can't believe how hard you're laughing you feel a little ridiculous and and you and you feel like you start to laugh about how hard you're laughing and you feel a little embarrassed because it's with such abandon and that that is a, that that you really like a lot of things have faded away in that moment it's a very good feeling you're listening to the film comment podcast sign up today for the film comment letter it's a free weekly digital newsletter featuring original film criticism and writing by film comments editors and brilliant contributors the letter delivers exclusive features reviews interviews streaming picks news and more directly to subscribers inboxes every thursday before they're published on filmcomment.com the following monday sign up today at filmcomment.com it's that fi- i think it's that physical yeah, I think that it's you're, very physical, you're talking yeah. about dancing and sports and laughter. I mean, these are very physical reactions. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the character, your character, Eric, has this uh, resistance to that and then slowly kind of engages. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about how you developed the character because I think I think your performance is pretty amazing in that it kind of shades. There's these really careful shadings into darkness, shadings, you know, and then kind of this normal funny kind of you know brother yeah. joshing around with the sisters yeah but then there's these moments and then you know the the poker is a whole nother aspect i think this character is really complex and um i just kind of wanted to hear about how you developed and how you approached this person in creating mm-hmm. this kind of complex nuanced character well a lot of that is just in the script and um the script you know like we kind of said you know kind of um developed over time in a way that really kept kept like reducing or 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 enriching you know it it just came a long way and it got richer and richer and, and so many great scenes you know that Dustin wrote that are all you know signposts for the character was there any improvisation in this at all not that much no i mean not much mm-hmm. not really yeah um you know just kind of probably the usual amount of just you know in terms of dialogue or yeah maybe just smudging things a little you know so things yeah. don't feel too clean or so or too written yeah. but yeah. you know but um but it was very nicely written you know everything was there um and we rehearsed which was which was great um yeah and i think i don't know we talked a little about the you know because to me there were a couple really specific moments that were very important for the character and even didn't necessarily end up being kind of the way we went in the end but they were like good like you know which moments for us to follow you know like um one particular moment and it doesn't even really play out this way in the movie but um but it gave me a big understanding of of like an idea of what kind of guy this could be and how cryptic he could be which was like when he talks to his friend now this scene is not in the movie though this scene is not in the movie but i go to visit my friend and see their baby right 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 and then um my friend says to me you know or I say, I haven't seen you in years. And he says, yeah, you didn't even respond to my the wedding, the invitation to our wedding. Is it to the wedding? Yeah, yeah. And I go, I didn't get an invitation, you know? Yeah. And he's like, is this right? Am I getting it yeah, wrong? Yeah, no, it's like that. And it's very, very, cl- like the, cl- it's so much more, it, it, that scene does have a clarity of like the lying. And I'm lying. Feeling. Yeah, it's kind of like I'm lying to him. I'm like, right. no, I didn't even get it, you know? And he's like, well, it should be in your inbox. I'm like, even, you know, years later or whatever. And but I'm I'm talking to him in a way that's sort of like it's obvious. Kind of yeah, it's kind of obvious, and I'm kind of making it a game for both of us that I'm lying. But it's actually really you know 
would have been a bad friend move. So I'm kind of making it a game. It's it's a weird game that he's not really in on, but he kind of you know it's it's letting him in and out at the same time, and it just it was it's very you know I I guess that's why it's not in the movie. Maybe it was too yeah, it's unappealing. Maybe it made my guy too. It, well, it, it's almost it too almost, toxic. It weirdly, no, no, not not even <laughs> it's, that. It's no, not, not even that. close. No, I mean, no, I think no. your character is yeah fairly toxic. Fairly toxic. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's coming through. Yeah. It, it almost felt like exposition, and it all, but it right. also felt it didn't play. That. It's a, yeah. it's such a great scene. It's a weird. It's one of those weird things where you're like, how could I do this? Yeah, because the scene is so good, but it didn't. It didn't. It weird. It f- didn't feel like the movie. It was very mm-hmm. strange. Yeah, it felt it, like. It, can, and yeah. I tried to make it so that it felt like the movie, and it kept never feeling like. Yeah, it. I remember you saying that early. Yeah, which is which is surpri- which is shocking and surprising because it yeah. it was a scene of unlocking, but it stalled things or something. Yeah, right. And I think there's several yeah. scenes earlier where he lies to his sisters, right? Yes. And he or yeah. lies to, and to, lying, to the yeah. other people who he's yeah. trying to and kind of plays them off each other. So, in order to just stay at yeah. the hotel longer and set up a poker game and so yeah they're the kind of like lies that are really interesting where they don't have a particular you know clear like objective or end it's sort of a way of maintaining control it's like a, a way of control being in control you know but it is the poker game that's keeping eric in town i mean but it's a but the poker but the but it's it's all but it is one of those things where like i feel like this happens in life that somehow you are that life sort of catches up to you in some kind of way and it get, it makes you be somewhere. Mm-hmm. It makes you for something. It makes you s- stay somewhere or, or even or a crisis can happen, obviously that brings you somewhere, but life, you, you end up having to face something. You can avoid things, but I find that life sort of will hook you and get you and make you have to face something mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, even if you try, so like the poker game is keeping keeps it, is keeping Eric in town and his determination to win, and it's keeping him there. But it's more that some that this love. The, I think it's the love story that's keeping him there. But he yeah, doesn't. Yeah. It's yeah. He just doesn't really. He's not really capable of admitting that to himself. Yeah, yeah I think that's why. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he doesn't admit that it's really his sisters that are keeping him there. It's, mm-hmm. The excuse is that the poker is keeping him there. His, his conscious mind is that is that that's why it's staying. That's why he's staying. Yeah, he's ripe for analysis, for yeah. an analysis. <laughs> well, and I could just say, you know, on a personal level, for me, um, it's like kind of funny to be the person who moved away. You know, I, I like I don't live where the rest of my family lives, and but I go there a lot and I see them and I love seeing them. But it, but but there is a feeling that I have of being like you know someone who like left, um, yeah. and it's sort of out of my hands, you know, because I just I can't like I can't live where they live. But um, that that gives you a bit of a, a bit of an identity in your family, you know, like and, and it's something that you have to live, something that you have to bear. You have to bear that that identity and that fact that you. Right, you're not taking care of stuff that needs to be yeah. taken care of, and you're just not there. You know, you're just not. Yeah, but integrated it, with them in that and way because it's inter- Yeah, because it's almost like you are and Eric. You're, you're stepping into the past, and but yeah. the past is their present. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it's hard to. You're uh, a visitor. Yeah. 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 On that same note, though, I want to talk a little bit about the, these characters that the that the children kind of engage, like right. revert to Charles and uh, Wug Wug and and Mopey I think Mopey. and these Mopey Mopey, yeah, mm-hmm. these like ridiculous voices. I think one of the things that also kind of destabilizes the movie a little bit and moves it into some, kind of a weirder place is how they start as they as they kind of start hanging out more together. The, the family, um, Hannah Gross's character 
also is at work, I think, and just starts going into this voice. Yeah. It's a very strange moment. Yes. But, um, Marge Simpson. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's quite a very accurate Marge Simpson. <laughs> I was actually trying to place it. Now I've got it. So, like, where did, where did this idea come from? Because I think it's really, a, it really kind of pushes the movie into a different different place. This was also something that was not in the previous incarnation. Right, no, I know. It's not great. Yeah. I know. It doesn't make sense. I mean, it's like, yeah. wow. I mean, think, yeah, you know, movies, it's, sometimes you feel like a film really just has to be itself and it will show you how to get there. And, like, so, but, um, no, you know, we all, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 maybe I should just speak for myself. I mean, I feel like it's a very common thing. You know, my sister and I definitely had a, our own world, again, like I said, and mm-hmm. we had characters. Okay. And um, we didn't have regular characters. But we had a lot. Uh, no, we didn't have regular characters. But, you know, we, we were making commercials and game shows and things like that. And we, we, we acted out a lot of things. And maybe there was a lot of probably movie-based things. And, but, um, you know, I, I wrote those, I wrote these you know, the, yeah, the three mainstays being Charles, Wug Wug, and Moopy Moopy would be their would be their primary, and then they had all these other ones, obviously, Randy Randabout, and oh right, right, Hoagie this uh, the the sandwich Hoagie sandwich lady the lady, the lady. Um, but you know it's it but it still be it it's still you know the 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 you know I think a different kind of movie would it almost like prepare you for that or um, explain it right, a right, little right. bit more. But that, in terms of the destabilization, it is like, and it's still about the absence in a way. And also the... the It's the, almost absurd. I mean, these, yeah. it's like these moments of like total yeah. surrealism that kind of break yeah. this real, like yeah. the realism of the yeah. film. And it's also not, it's also like, oh, here's our childhood mask. Let's put it on. But like, oh, what is this? It's a different, you're it on, you're putting, fit. oh, you have a little tiny one and you're trying to put this on an adult face. And you're at work. Yeah. It's, and, like, yeah. and it's just people like, people are not, looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and uh, so it's not, you know, it, it just it's it's like it is a recreation, but it's like a it's not. But you can't. But again, the recreation can't. It's you can never like, get. What's the Thomas Wolf book? You can't go home again. Oh yeah, you can't. Do you remember home. that? Yeah. Um, I never read it, but the title. Yeah. Was <laughs> and these characters too that used to obviously be like you know a little band of like mm-hmm. a, you know yeah. f- a fun thing for them become like you know very like viciously weaponized yeah they weaponize and, and, and they kind of yeah, yeah and they kind of like set them on fire in a way but it lets them com- it lets them actually like say what they need yeah to say they say yeah but it feels like, to me like they're okay. dousing everything in gasoline in that moment and like you mean that's that randy roundabout yeah that yeah. scene yeah. it feels like they're really burning everything they're burning it and speaking ground. and being honest with each other yeah. finally yeah but, like a yeah. It's both thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah, if I mean, yeah, they're kill- mm-hmm. they are killing it though. They're like they it, it, like it is the yeah. it is the funeral of the yeah. of the of those characters. Yeah. That yeah. scene is like yeah. the the death, yeah. the funeral. Yeah. They just like well, yeah. they're, they're growing up. The characters grow up. <laughs> um, yeah, the, um, you've you've edited most of your films in the past, and this one is is this the first film you haven't edited yourself? I edited it with Michael Taylor. Okay, so co-editing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, it was basically like Michael Taylor did the, you know, was on for the first fourth or something, and then we were together for the next fourth, and then I was for the rest. Okay. Or something like that. So, yeah, I did, you know, I did a lot of editing. Okay. But had you worked on person to person? Did you, did you, yeah, it was me. Yeah. Yeah. So was having did having somebody else come in and offer any um, different perspectives or yeah for sure no I mean it's I mean I mean yeah I I yeah and you know it's still yeah I mean I just yeah I uh, 
Yeah, I would never, I don't ever want to do one alone. I would never want to edit a feature alone again. And I really don't, I, I'm trying not to edit. I mean, I just, you know, it's, it's, there's so much, I really love collaborating with people. I just, it's really, I just don't, if, if I'm going to write alone, I'd rather just like never have any of the other process be alone. Okay. Um, Interesting. Because it, because it enriches the final product in a way? Well, there's a lonely, I don't know. It's just loneliness and like, it's just too, there's too much. Yeah. It's just too, it's uh, yeah. It then, yeah, it's perspectively you just need, yeah. I just, it's, it's so easy to get lost, uh, in writing too, but in editing, it's really easy to get totally, completely lost. And were uh, you running, were you running drafts of the script by Michael? It seems during that process or like had you because you'd seen earlier in the, in the versions writing? of the film yeah in the writing yeah i mean like yeah not drafts but like yeah but yeah but, ideas but, yeah ideas and like we talked a lot but it was that it was this draft that i wrote after this long conversation with michael and hannah that really made it, it is pretty much the movie what uh what was the crux of the conversation that brought that change about wow what, we just talked about the characters and we talked about we talked about family I mean, but yeah, we, and, and we talked about, we actually ended up talking a lot about We Won't Grow Old Together, the yeah. P.L.O.T. movie. And that, I mean, just the push and pull of that movie and That's that being a love story, mm -hmm. but it, that, I mean, they, these movies are completely different. It's an abrasive, I mean, that movie's abrasive and. But like the omission of, of the, that movie too, you know. Yeah, everyone, the absence, what, yeah. And, yeah, and the way. How but, much it makes, yeah. how much it asks you to fill in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how much I was yeah. fulfilling, but and then it's in, yeah, but I didn't even the push and pull of that movie where like, okay, are they together? Where are they? Like the jumps, but so but that actually informed. That's how I got to him staying in town was actually that structure uh -huh. of like the him staying in town and like uh, I'm gonna leave. Oh no, I'm back. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. Oh, I'm staying. Is a very much in that. It's that that movie is like that where it's like we're together. We're not together. Why are we, wait a minute, let's not be together. Suddenly they're together, you know, and, uh, I mean, again, also the, is the character yeah. a jerk? Is he not a jerk? Yeah, yeah, is he yeah, like, yeah. these things are very much like, but somehow, I mean, it's really, it's really surprising because you would never, I don't, I don't know how you would watch this movie and think of, we won't grow old together, but it somehow that talking about that movie, I don't know. It, it almost felt like we, that's when we, we talked about Rachel and we talked about Eric and we, and we, it was, it was because there was a part also at that moment I was thinking even like of it as a divorce movie of people getting divorced and there's and then Maggie's cup is sort of the child and it's caught between them and we won't grow together is like a it's both a love story and a really long divorce movie you know and so that's sort of how I started and so just the the talking about that with the two of the two of you just unlocked something. And then a couple of days later, I started writing that draft, and that's how we, yeah. Cool. I mean, that's, I didn't, that's a really that's a really interesting uh, reference point. I had not a, had not yeah, thought no, of you it wouldn't at all. though, but you wouldn't. I mean, it would, right. you wouldn't think that because they're so different. They're completely different movies. Do you guys have any plans for to work together? I mean, like, do you have any? Are you working on any projects that are coming up? What's together? Yeah, I mean, we were, we were trying to write something together oh, cool. that we yeah that we started and we need to put some dedicated yeah. time into we just need to like time aside let's say we live let's, in different cities now yeah now unfortunately we just need to say let's rent this cabin <laughs> yeah let's go to this cabin do it we just need three weeks together yeah. brainstorm while writing and yeah i'm we, very yeah. very it's it, i mean we yeah it's really wonderful we just got it 
We keep, you have, no, a, you no. have an idea for what it's going to be. We need a tennis yeah. court. We need a tennis court. <laughs> and uh, we play tennis together. Yes. Oh, so we, cool. need, we need a tennis court. <laughs> and uh, I can't, w- I mean, I'm not going to win, but. Uh, uh, Yo, you've gotten really a lot yeah. better. We played a lot during COVID. Dustin was yeah, out thank in, God, in Princeton. Yeah. I was in Princeton and Michael yeah. would drive to Princeton. We'd play tennis. Yeah. Thank God. I mean, really, it was amazing. Michael's the be- Michael's the better player, the more experienced. And poker, both. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I don't think that's true, actually, in poker. Poker? No, you're a better Maybe player. Maybe I used to be, but I think I've uh, regressed or something. Yeah. I've lost it. But we, yeah, no, we have this script that we really need to, uh, we just need yeah. to go do it, basically. We just need to find the moment. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be, the, the long, the talks we've had have been, the talk, the talk we had in Prospect Park was, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. We just need to It'll do be it. great. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. And Michael, you have some plans to do a Charles Portis Masters well, of Atlantis yeah, I've been, film. Yeah, I've been developing that for. So I have to ask because that's like now. my favorite. Do you know the novel? Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Such a do you know anyone book. who will put money into it? <laughs> um, if I did, I would probably ask them. That's the hurdle at the money. moment. But you know, to be honest, <laughs> it just might be too big of a uh, an undertaking where I could convince people to right, right. let me do it. Where I might need to do it like on the draft of some other success some other massive, massive success hit. so i this might need to film, become massively successful first so what level of success is massive success <laughs> <laughs> we'll see uh, but it would be great i mean it's it's right. it would be it's something i really am dying to do well, it's it kind of my biggest ambition yeah we'll see if it can if we can do it gonna keep trying cool. I, haven't, I haven't read the i haven't read it i haven't read the novel right but i've read the Oh really? The adaptation. adaptation. Yeah. Well, you should read the novel. It's, it's really. I know. I know. Funny. I mean, the, well, I can. T- I mean, the adaptation is incredible. I mean, somebody should. I mean, one of the few novels that you funny. laugh out loud <laughs> while reading. Yeah. No, it's one of the great. Yeah. yeah. All time grants. Um, thank you both so much for your time. I think thank we're, you. we're running out of time. And uh, enjoy Berlin. You too. During your last few hours here. <laughs> All right. Great. The Film Comment Podcast features original music by Greg Einge. Film Comment is a publication of film at Lincoln Center. Since 1962, Film Comment has been the home of independent film journalism, publishing in-depth interviews, critical analysis, and feature coverage of mainstream, arthouse, and avant-garde filmmaking from around the world. Visit us online at filmcomment.com.